Blog Talk Radio. Purpose Kingdom Network. I am Adrian. Misunderstandings Allen because it is always a great, great pleasure to welcome you to D Block Church. I need everyone to know that tonight is special because if this is your first time with Purpose Kingdom, you need to know that this is something that has been going on. We welcome you to the first time coming because we want you now to go into the archive, see exactly what God is trying to say. Because right now in this moment, if you're here, all of it is for you, regardless of how your life has been going, regardless of how your day was, regardless of what you thought your whole entire life was supposed to be, you're here with us today. And the reason why you're here so that you can join with Purpose Kingdom Network in changing changing one life like every episode. We have a different episode for two weeks. We have a two-week span of different episodes. So, I mean, it's like if you don't like this one, call back tomorrow because you're definitely probably going to like that one. And if you didn't like that one, then pray about yourself. And come on, stay with Purpose Kingdom Network because there's a place for everyone here at the kingdom. And then, you know, just look out because we'll be moving. PKN is doing some other things. So if you're just joining with us, come on in and get in before we go to this very next step. But I know that because you're here today, I want to welcome you to D-Block Church for the whosoever will. We say what up, what up, what up in the building. The way that we do it is because it's simple. There are no picks when you get here. No matter what you went through within the course of your day, you've arrived. And if you are still traveling to get to where you need to go so you can be comfortable to hear what God is trying to say, then take your time. Get there. Because guess one thing, guess what will happen? everything that God has intended for it to happen. And that's it. When we start to realize it and be able to embrace just that, we'll start to look at things and say, oh, my goodness. I can't believe I pulled up on this this post today. Or I can't believe I called in this number and this is what they're saying. That's what God will do. So if you would like to join me live on the air, the number to call in is 319 527-6091. If you'd like to join me, you press one. Um, you will have to wait for a second. You'll hear a beep, and then you will be able to speak. What I am, let me see. I'm going to tell you that the topic for the evening, or I titled it Child, it came as a whisper. Somebody tonight is trying to figure out when God speaks, how do I know 
that that I can hear him? How do I know that that's God's voice? For a long time, I really had to be honest and say, I really didn't know. I kind of was just like going on, going along with the motions because this is what I had been taught. This is this is how it went. You know, you clap your hands, you you get up and you pray, and then you go back to your seat. These were the things that I learned. So growing up, it all became so routine, almost like a religion. Something you do religiously every day, often make it the routine. It's a ritual. It's a religion. You do it religiously. You. This is something about what you do that has altered and changed exactly what it is that you do so that you don't do it different. You do it religiously the same way all of the time. I got to say that in life, better to do it religiously, I guess, because you kind of already know what to expect. You know the outcome or you know what, I shouldn't say you know the outcome, but you, you at least know the process of what you're doing for the outcome because you've done this religiously and you know that if you do it this way, this will be the outcome. So even if it isn't religious for you, you then teach someone how to religiously do something regardless of what it is. Now, I'm I'm seeing things on a different aspect, only because God is allowing me to be able to sit in rooms that I really shouldn't even be if you if you were to ask me. But then I have to realize that my life is not really for me. You know, God gave me the life and I'm supposed to live it for him so that people can see him through me. And that is why I needed to make sure that this was a message that I brought to D-Block Church before I brought it to anyone else. Because I have, it's funny because it didn't really go out the way that I wanted it to go out. So I'm here with it. And and God's been saying to me all day, I don't know why you were trying to put it out somewhere else because I wanted it to bring it to D-Block Church. You needed it to bring it to Purpose Kingdom Network. Because this is a word that needs to be heard. And not only does it need to be heard just on your little platform, (laughs) but it needs to be heard worldwide. So take it to PKN because if you don't know, but where you're sitting worldwide, we have over 10 million listeners. And I want to just say, bless God, shout out to Christ for getting all through the airway, no matter what. So tonight, 319-527-6091 is the number. But I want you to know that, child, it came as a whisper. Clear as day. Clear as day. Now, I'm going to tell you what I heard him say. I heard him say Falima. <laughs> but then as as I start talking to different biblical scholars, 
they like, who is Philemon? I'm thinking, well, I thought I heard God say Philemon. And I did. But it's Philemon. For anyone that is questioning anything about anything, it's Philemon. The the smallest, I want to say the smallest book of the Bible. But I know it just holds so much weight. It was like, wow. To hear it in the noise and the hustle and the bustle and the vibration of my life. To be in the music. I think I was listening to music and it was like in the rest of it. I had actually, I went upstairs and I went to go brush my teeth. And I was brushing my teeth. You know, you got your thoughts and everything. I was just singing a song and it was really quiet. And it was a whisper. And I heard funny. Now I look, and I'm going to be honest, I have heard a voice. i never forget the first time I heard it. I thought that I, it just clear as day, I heard my name. But I kind of turned around, but I didn't, and then I dismissed it so fast. But I'll never forget the day that I told Chappy. And, like, she let me finish my conversation, and then she said, but I want you to know something. If you hear it again, listen. So, you know, because we're girlfriends, you know, we, 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 we sisters, we, we everything that we need to be so that God can do everything that he needs to do in the world. But if you know me, I'm loud, I'm boisterous, I'm whatever you want me to be, but I'm everything that God has called me to be. And I heard it in a whisper. Three one nine five two seven six zero nine one. Because what I'm about to say, if I'm speaking to you today, I implore you to press one. I implore you to press one and just say what is on your mind. Why? I don't know why. It keeps coming back. Philemon. Coming back because I got to tell you a story. Now, no shade here. and I don't want nobody to have an idea of what you think about me when I tell you that my Bible was falling apart. I mean, it was, it was, you know, when you use your Bible, it should look like, you know, it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be all nice and you, like it ain't never been open. You know, you want to look at the Bible and see that the Bible been worn, torn, it's been used. You know, the paper, the pages been turned. Well, I picked up the Bible one day and a page fell out of my Bible. I mean, like books, like, you know, you just like, ah! Oh my God! I got pages falling out of my Bible, right? So you know me. I'm I'm like, oh, trying to look around, make sure nobody sees the fact that I got a raggedy Bible because my Bible is falling apart. So when I picked up the page, believe it or not, it was the entire book of Philemon or Philemon on one single page of the Bible, like one chapter. It was a whole entire chapter on this one little page 
And I ain't going to tell you that it was like one of them pocket Bibles. So it was already a small Bible, like I had a little book. Shout out to Miss Cross because she gave it to me like in 2009, I want to say. And I carried this Bible. So, yeah, it was old. But that one page came out of that Bible. Man, so, I, you know, you can't tell me that God ain't talking to me. I mean, he's speaking directly to me. He's pulling pages out of the Bible that are just one single book. So I read it intensely. I'm, you can't tell me. I don't know what this is. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, this is it. I'm supposed to go back to the church. You know, like, this is just everything. This is this is my way of saying to the church, you know, you're supposed to open the, the child that you know, open the person or the slave or whatever. Open the disgruntled person. Open the doors back up and let that disgruntled person come in and understand where the dis- disgruntled was and maybe learn something from them. And Child, I didn't know what I was looking at. So, the, of course, you know me, I'm babe in Christ. They always say you're supposed to take it, you know, you're supposed to take it through the path. Now, you know, Cappy is the pastor. She's my girlfriend, too. So, you know, she gets the whole breakdown. She gives me all of it. But before I went to her, I happened to see my pastor. And I get, and I came to him. And I explained to him what happened. And then he was listening to me. But then as I was speaking, I literally ended it with, but I am so confused. And he looked right at me. Step back with a reassuring look, I must say. Like, I don't want anyone to think that this is a moment where the pastor just, like, screws you over, you know, because there's a lot of church hurt and everything, and the, the pastor could do this and the pastor could do that. But this is almost like a care. And he was like, oh, no, because God, God won't bring no confusion. It, and, and, and as fast as he said it, it was like, oh, okay. So I must be wrong somewhere. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm in it. I, I must be confused. Something is not right. I'm not where God needs me to be. I'm, I'm disgruntled right now because at the end of the day, I'm thinking that I'm doing good. I'm I'm trying to study. I'm I'm doing Purpose Kingdom Network, you know, has really, really like changed the course of why you do what you do, why I come on and do what we do, why D block is so important, you know. But I was confused. And 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 to hear that God doesn't doesn't have confusion. God will make it plain. I said, wow. So now you fast forward, you go through life, you 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 know, I I have done some other things. Meanwhile, we've been in the pandemic, you know, um a lot of things have happened and since we've been shut in you know, you have to take the good with the bad. But if you if you shut in, I mean, there's got to be a focus. And it really, really got me closer 
into the word and it allowed me to meet some people that I probably would have never met before. But like I, it, all of this, all that I'm saying to you today is just a validation that is really needed in order for me to say what it is that I saw when I went into this Balima. Now, if you are unfamiliar with the book of Philemon or Philemon, it is, like I said, the smallest in between Titus and Timothy. Now, if I, like I said, it's only one page, so if you flip real quick and your page is thick, you're going to miss it. So it's between Titus and Timothy. It's considered to be, or it is to me, the smallest book of the Bible. But as I'm seeing it more and more daily, this is a book that holds so much weight. Especially in today's day, everyone needs to at least be able to hear it in the way that God... Now, it's funny because, like I said, the first time I went to my pastor, I just knew I had it all together and it was figured out, but then I was still confused. And he told me no. So this second time I heard the whisper, of course, I'm like, I'm familiar. But now I have to go back and read and see exactly what it is. Maybe I missed something. And I realized that what I missed was was Christ. And I don't want to say that I missed it in that manner, but when we look at Paul, everyone knows Paul was Paul was the gospel. Paul spread the he took the gospel all over. And that was his claim. He knew it. But in the book of Philemon Paul doesn't even talk about Christ. And it's so like, wow. So I'm sitting here. Paul doesn't talk about Christ. In the book of Philemon or Philemon, he is the example of Christ. Now for somebody that doesn't understand exactly what happens in the book, and let me break it down real fast. Philemon is a rich man. Bible, I don't want to say rich like rich, but in the in the, man, he was in the church. So you know the the church. Well, how do I say it? he had church in his house? You know, at that time, you know, because there was never really church in church in the building. They had churches in people's houses. But um, Philemon was one of the leaders that had church in his house, and uh, basically, you know, because he was in the, let's say, the big house, let's just say he had slaves. Because, of course, you know, you need to have your armor bearers and everybody that's working for you. And whatever the case, this man had a slave, and his name was Onipotus. And it doesn't even get into the detail of what Onipotus did, but you could tell that he was salty. He felt some type of way. Philemon did something, and whatever Philemon did, he felt some type of way. 
So he stole something from Philemon and took something and ran. Now, I mean, I don't know if I can break that down any further, but you know when you take something from somebody and then you try to run, you call yourself running as far as way as possible. And that's exactly what Onipolis called himself doing. But in all of that, as he runs away, he finds himself in prison with Paul. So the beauty of the whole entire book is it's just a letter. And it's a letter written by Paul to Philemon or Philemon (coughs) on behalf of Onipia. Now, if I'm saying it's wrong, if I'm saying his name wrong, I don't want to just call him O, but for the simple terms, Onipolis. Let's just try it like that. It comes back and it basically says, look here, bro. Now, this is Adrian. This is D-Block. We gonna, we, y'all understand what I'm saying, though? Paul was the example. And now I got to break it down so y'all can understand the example. The man had a slave and the slave ran away. So, of course, you know when the slave is running away, you automatically don't, you kind of write him off because you already know if he shows back up, you know what it is. It's, it's on because he took something from you. You know, you're already there. You're already feeling that type of way. But what Paul did was Paul really, really talked to Onipotus while he was in prison, which meant that he then showed the gospel in prison. So Onipotus actually received the gospel. So then in his process of probably receiving this gospel, it came out that there was a moment where he took something from Philemon and it really boiled over and he's been running from this thing all of his life. So Paul actually sends him back. And the reason why he sends him back is because sometimes you got to handle the things that you run away from before the entire, you know, before God can really get all of the glory in your life. Now, that doesn't mean that you're not going to get some type of glory or whatever, but if you are running from something, expecting to never, ever come back in contact with it because you've run so far away from it, This is basically Paul telling you that you got to go back, but don't worry about it. I'm going to go, I'm going to write the letter so that when you do get back, you can hand it to them and then they can read the letter that I wrote. And this is how Paul became the gospel. Because in that letter to Philemon, he really says, basically, this man was a slave. But he is no longer a slave. He's now considered to be a brother. And he's a brother in God in the gospel. So therefore, because he's a brother, we have to treat him as such. He, he was a slave. But now, because he, we are now brothers in Christ, you now receive him as the same brother. And any debt, anything that he has done, charge it to me. Anything, like he put it into their friendship. Actually, in the word, he calls it a partnership because partnerships, like that's how we got to look at what we're doing right now. 
we might be on different sides of the spectrum, but we have to find a partnership in it because we're all doing God's work. Right now, there's a message that needs to be heard, and it's not going to come from your church or my church or this side. You know what I mean? It's it's going to come from all of us collectively. So the reason why I brought it up the way that I brought it up is because we living in today, and everyone has this thing about Maybe who you used to be or what happened before. And I wish I could write a letter today to just say yes. Yes. So that we can be okay with the yes and move on to what God's best is for us. But until we, you know, until we actually be able to get to where it's funny too because you don't you don't really see Philemon's you don't see his response to the letter. It's just the letter that Paul sends, so then you know automatically. So there it is. That's the gospel. How can you say that you're not gonna receive him? He even came with the letter of approval. Look, he came with the letter of approval, and in this letter of approval, it says. I know he was a slave, but now he believes like I believe and we believe and you are my brother in Christ and he's my brother in Christ. So therefore, we are all brothers in Christ, no longer a slave, but a brother. 319-527-6091. Because if you're out there and you have a question, I really... Trust me when I tell you, if I can't if I can't give you an answer, I know that Chappy is somewhere on this line, and today is today is a big day for me because she can contest. When I was confused, I didn't understand my confusion to the point where I didn't know what was going on, but I knew that I just needed to stay on whatever it was that God was calling me to. But then to hear it again, and then I read it. And I see so much. I hear so much. I have to say thank God for the pandemic for me to learn so much within this year. To be able to see this in the manner of the way that it was. Like I I can honestly say, I mean, I I watch myself daily and I am in awe. Why? There is no way in the world that I should be doing what I am doing right now, living the life that I live, and in the same breath I say it, God has to stop me and say, girl, you just don't know. Every single thing you do, they got to see me got to see me in you. It's a daily struggle because at the end of the day, when you don't know, the only thing that you can do is find the word. And when you hear words that walks you through something that you say, oh, my God, wait a minute, hold on. Isn't this like the news right now? Let me let me read it. Now, I read out the, uh, it's actually called the Life Recovery Bible. It is an NL, it's an NLT. 
but it's mixed with the 12 steps of the Alcoholics Anonymous. So it it, it reads the same, but it kind of gives you a deeper breakdown. I think I want to go with it. 16 and 17. Well, actually, well, I ain't going to do it to y'all because my... Mm, bless God. Greeting from Paul. Let's read the whole thing. It's not that long. This letter is from Paul, a prisoner, for preaching the good news about Jesus Christ. And from our brother Timothy. I'm writing to Philemon, or Philemon, our beloved co-worker, and to our sister, Avaya, and to our fellow soldier, Archivus, and to the church that meets in your house. May God, our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ give you grace and peace. I always thank God when I pray for you, Philemon, because I keep hearing about your faith in the Lord Jesus in your love for all of God's people. And I'm praying that you will put into action the generosity that comes from your faith as you understand and experience all the good things we have in Christ. Your love has given me much joy and comfort, my brother, for your, from your kingdom has often refreshed the heart of God's people. That is why I boldly ask a favor of you. I could demand it in the name of Christ because it is the right thing for you to do. But because of our love, I prefer simply to ask you, consider this as a request from me, Paul, a man, and now also a prisoner for the sake of Jesus Christ. I appeal to you to show kindness to my child, Onesipus. I became his father in the faith while here in prison. Onesipus hasn't been of much use to me, but now he is very useful to both of us. I am sending him back to you, and with him comes my own heart. I wanted to keep him here with me. While I am here these cha- in these chains for preaching the good news, and he would have helped me on your behalf. But I didn't want to do anything without your consent. I wanted you to help because you were willing, not because you were forced. It seemed you lost a nipipus for a little while so that you could have him back forever. He is no longer a slave to you. He is more than a slave, for he is a beloved brother, especially to me. Now he he will mean much more to you, both as a man and as a brother in the Lord. So if you consider me your partner, Welcome him as you would welcome me. If he was wrong, if he has wronged you in any way or owes you anything, charge it to me. I, Paul, write this letter of my own name. I will repay it and I won't 
mention that you owe me your own soul. Now, for yes, brother, please do me this favor. For the Lord's sake, give me this encouragement in Christ. I am confident as I write this letter that you will do what I ask and even more. One more thing. And then it says, please prepare a guest room for me because I'm I'm hoping that God will answer these prayers that you've been answering to let me out. And then the final blessing is the blessed part. I'm not going to read it, but I just love the fact that we're even, even Paul in his jail letter. He told you about the rest of the people in the cell. He gave everybody a shout out. And that was one thing that really, really brought it all home to me. From the Bible to today, if we don't understand that God is, well, Christ has allowed everyone to be on an even playing field, if you believe it. The thing about it is, Most people get caught up on how people believe it or why they believe it or the way they they believe it. And then we get, then we miss the point. But the point of that is that Paul put himself on the cross that day. Well, I can't say it like that, but I can say it like that because the only thing that Paul ever wanted anybody to do in everybody, in every in every book of the Bible, in every that he was involved, he told someone about the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. The only time I ever seen that he didn't, and that's what really was phenomenal to me when I really, really start to figure it out and look and study into it. He never said, he never said about it. He never showed you the Bible. He never gave you the saving knowledge. He was the example of it. He was the true example of it. Now, it's crazy because I'm sitting in a blankness. Only, not in a blankness, but there's no, um, I don't have any time. So, y'all going to have to let me know what it looks like on the other side of time. But when it comes down to my confusion, it opens me, it opens up a a whole conversation. And when I say that opens up a whole conversation, sometimes we, even still, like you hear people say, I read this scripture I've read this scripture forever and a day, and it never hit me the way that it hit me today. I had that moment with the book of Philemon. The blessing of that moment was it was not confusing. It was blatant. It was plain as day. The voice, the word, and the enlightenment. It's never been that, I don't want to say that real in my life or that, what's the word I'm looking for? Blatant. 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 
I can sing you a word. I can sing you a word. But to, but to hear a word and literally go in and I kind of felt like Chappie, y'all. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna lie. It was weird to me because you know that that ain't how I looked at me. I was always, you know, like I'm her yin to the yang. Like I, I wasn't seeing, I wasn't seeing a word come out of me. Not in that manner. Because, you know, I represent the fact that I don't want to quote the scripture because I want to live the scripture. And that's when my thing. But when I heard that, I'm telling y'all, it came in whisper. That was it. It was incredible to me. For all of the loudness, all of the crazy. I used to always think that Jesus would come loud. I used to always say, I don't know what you're talking about. He going to say, girl. He gonna be, I'm a hearing. And when I tell you it was a whisper, it was it was phenomenal because at the end of the day, I swear it was something about this reset. This master reset that that we all have been on has been it has been a heck of a ride. I must say it has been a heck of a ride. God is awesome, and it's going to take the Philemons of the world or the Philemons of the world to accept it and receive that person, that, that, that one that was a slave, who's no longer a slave. And I hate to put it in like today with the Western, like how they how they did the, the whole flip up. You know, I'm kind of upset about my flip up, but I'm 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 still I'm still trying to. Um, I don't know how to really embrace my flip up. We'll we'll figure that out. My book is coming out, y'all. Surviving tough times. When we get into the book, then maybe we'll understand that part because that. I just bless God for it because, like I said. If it was going to happen and it started in a D-block church for whosoever will, think about it. You already started out as somebody different. But the but the, the whole partnership of it is because you're listening, regardless of where you're rooted. And that's where we realize that it is all... As my mentor would say, in the vibration of what God has called us all to be, one universe. And I said, oh, my God, Yuna, he better go here with himself. But when I thought about it and I and I break it all the way down, you look right at it and you say, wow. Right now in the world that we are living in, the only thing we need to do is be able to receive somebody and say that their debt is forgiven because of somebody else. I don't know who that was for. I hope you receive it. Because if we focus on it, if we focus on it in a negative way, it will just, it will not, it will not help in this process. But if we take it and we do exactly what Paul told 
Salimanadu. And that's a charter to the heart. Put it in and let let God take the blunt of that pain so that you can see your brother or your sister the same. Because it's too much, it's too much, it's too much still left in it for for us to just be okay with it. But if we put it in something that's that's more powerful than anything, and that's Christ, you rest that thing in the blood, that thing's good. They what they say, forever why. Some people don't want to do it though. If you think about it, if you don't want to do it, you just want to hold on to the fact that you're mad. You like whatever happened and you like the vibe that it gives you, so you want to hold on to your mad. Because the mad has formulated into who now you are. Because you wouldn't be you if you weren't mad. Or you wouldn't treat them that way if you couldn't remember. Like, you know what I mean? You always have to remember what happened so that before you go to be just nice, you can't even be nice because you still have to just hold on to the wrong that was done. We got to find it. Let's rest it in a letter. Let's rest it in this letter to Philema tonight. Let's put all of the problem, all of the hate, all of the I wish I could have said what I said and I wish I see it and if I could see them and all of those in one thought. Put it in a letter and let God say, charge it to the heart. I mean, I'm just saying. You know, they say I'm. They say my world's a little bit different. But what I say to you is that there's always that choice, and the only reason or the only way that it wouldn't make sense to you is if you don't know who Christ is for yourself. If you don't know how much God loves you enough to make sure that no matter how, way, what you thought you might have wanted to do, that he already saved you. Because that was the whole point of doing what he needed to do so that we can get here today. And you can say if you don't have that personal relationship with God, to the point where you know that he had, he had, I don't want to say he had, and people be like, well, I could say he had, she had. Let's say God became flesh, did everything that said was going to happen. Any and every story that they heard in the Old Testament was manifested through Christ as he lived flesh and walk this earth just enough to hold and die on a cross for your sins, my sins, everybody's sins. And it's funny because it wasn't even for really sin. It was just for people because people were sin. We get caught up in the thing 
and we lose the we lose the man. But if you are out here tonight and you do not have a personal relationship with God and you do not know that Jesus is your personal Lord and Savior and that he was buried, look, he hung on a cross, was buried, and then died, born again, all that, if you don't know it for yourself, tonight I offer you the opportunity to ask God to come into your life. Just remove all the things that won't allow you to see him in the manner that he needs to be seen. Ask him to look at what it is that you have done and cast it into the sea of forever forgetfulness so that you can go on and do whatever it is that he has called for you to do. And to show nothing but your glory, his glory through you. Now, you know, Clappy's on the line, so she's going to give you all the finesse, another finesse. What I will say to you is that it's got to be real. And in 2021, it's got to be so real that it can permeate through your children. Even if they can't hear you, they can feel you. So the feeling that they have to get, the feeling that you give them needs to be real. To what I would say, let's just say it. You can repeat this prayer or I'm a sincere person. Wait a minute. It's not like Chappie is breaking in this thing. Go on here now. Weird. <laughs> Come on in here Praise. for nothing like they're supposed to be for nothing in the day. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. First, we thank and bless God for the word that went out this evening. And, you know, I was listening as you were talking, and and I really don't have a finesse for you this evening. What I have for you this evening is truth, just a quick breakdown of the truth, that God loved this world, that while we were yet sinners, he took on the form of man. We called him Jesus, Yeshua, Isa, depending on which language you speak. And he not only took on the form of man, but he lived in this world for 33 and a half years, laid his life down on the cross, rose it up from the grave three days and three nights later, and then ascended back unto the Father. And he did that for our salvation, to purchase us back from the, from the grips of death, hell, and the grave, from our sins. And somebody's like, well, you know what? I don't think I'm that deep. I mean, I really don't sin. Well, let's look at it. If you have ever told a lie in your life, I don't care if it was just a little white lie. You told somebody they looked good in something you know they didn't look good in. Or you told somebody you did something or was going to do something you know you didn't do or weren't going to do. If you told any kind of lie in your life, that means you're a liar. If you ever went into a store and stole anything, a piece of candy, eating the fruit as you shop. I hope ain't nobody doing that still during COVID. But you know how people would eat the fruit and the candy as they were shopping. The cashier gives you back too much change, and you know they gave you back too much change. Notice it right there at the cashier, and you quickly stuck it in your pocket. Prayed you could get it out the door before they realized what happened. Guess what? That means that you stole something, so you're a thief. 
You may not have ever pulled the trigger or stabbed somebody or broke somebody's neck, but you might have ran your mouth on somebody's character and destroyed their character, destroyed their standing in their community. Then that means you're a murderer. You're an assassinator. You assassin someone's character. If you're out there passing judgment on people behind the things of which you behind the things you see them doing, then you're judgmental. All of those things I'm listing are sins. They are sins that can keep us out of the kingdom of God. And some of them, they might even seem like very basic, little, harmless sins. But the word of God says sin is sin. And sin can't enter into the kingdom of God. But that's okay because God's word gives us that help that we need to be able to enter into that perfect relationship with him. Romans 10 and 9. If you look at Romans 10 and 9, and I'm going to read this in two different versions real fast. It says that if you shall confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shall believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Now, I know for folk that's been in church, listening to folk from church, that sounded real good and clear to you. But now I'm going to run over to the message version because I want you to really understand what Romans 10 and 9 is saying. It's saying that the word that saves is right here. It's as near as the tongue in your mouth and as close as the heart in your chest. It's the word of faith that welcomes God to go to work and set things right for us. This is the core of everyone's preaching. Say the welcoming word to God, Jesus is my master, and embrace that thing, body and soul. God's work of doing in us what he did in raising Jesus from the dead, that's it. You're not doing anything. You're simply calling out to God, trusting him to do it for you. That salvation is. With your whole being, you embrace God setting things right. And then you say it right out loud. God has set everything right between him and me. Hallelujah, God. And you need to understand that when you get to a point where you can say God has set everything right between him and me, scriptures reassure us that no one who trusts God like this, heart and soul, will ever regret it. And I can reassure you, as a person who has been learning day by day for over 52 years how to totally put their faith and trust in God, I'm here to tell you that every time I just stretch out and allow God's will to take place, he never leaves me needing, lacking, or wanting for anything, and I bless God for it. And you can have that opportunity to do the same. And it's just as simple as what he just as what I just read to you. Just say, Jesus, I welcome you into my life. You are my master. And once you say Jesus is my master, let somebody know I'm trusting God to make everything right between Him and I. And according to God's word, once you do that, you are saved and we welcome you to the kingdom of God. Now, of course, we do encourage you to find the Bible believing, teaching, preaching sanctuary. 
where you can grow in the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ and heal from the trials and the tribulations of this world. But until you do, that's why he has Purpose Kingdom Network here for you. Please join us tomorrow evening for another broadcast of Purpose Kingdom Network right here on www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Purpose kingdom amen we will be coming to you tomorrow evening with a special i do not want to ruin that surprise but i do know we will be coming at 8 30 p.m and we just thank praise and bless god for what he has done what he is doing and what he is continuing to do amen we would like to thank each and every one of you who listened in with us this evening for our 1,422nd episode of Purpose Kingdom Network. We thank and bless God for each and every one of you. If you would like to follow us, you can follow us on Facebook as well as on LinkedIn at Purpose Kingdom. We're on Instagram and Twitter at Purpose underscore Kingdom. We um, can be e- contacted via email at PurposeKingdomNet at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you, to pray with you, and to pray for you. Also, there are some new things going on here at Purpose Kingdom Network. Bless God, come May 9th of 2021, Purpose Kingdom Network is transforming into PKN Radio, and we are just so excited about what God is doing. As we get closer to that date, we are going to be putting up more information on our social media pages, as well as right here on Blog Talk, to tell you how you can continue to follow us on PKN Radio. Bless God and thank God for each and every one of you uh, Sister Adrian, wonderful word this evening. The ministry is back in your hands. Oh, well, all right. Y'all heard it at first. Y'all better get it. PKN Radio. Oh, I can't even wait. How about that? PKN Radio. Philadelphia Zone. Come on out here. Oh, my phone. No, my phone. But that's that's almost like a that's like a breath of fresh air coming out of the air, ladies. Um. Wow. I just want anyone and everyone to know that the reason why you're listening to this, the reason why you ran up on this, the reason why this popped up, the reason why you're sitting here today is because you're sitting in the middle of, I don't want to call it chaos, because you might have already made it controllable in your life. But what we're doing is we are sitting in the middle of two sides. So if we can be, if we can channel our Christ, I want to say our Christ because just as Paul had to do, we may have to act as if in that same light to help someone else be able to, you know, hold the brunt of whatever it is that they've done or that they're trying to, you know, work through. Sometimes it takes that extra partner, you know, somebody to write a letter on your behalf. You know how people say they need reference letters and this, that, and the other thing. 
a reference letter when you're already going somewhere and you just want to be validated for who you are, that's a reference letter. But I'm telling you, when you've done something wrong and you've literally ran from what you've done because you know it was wrong, when you run into the situation and they had to tell you to go back and handle wrong, but know that you're going with a clearance of it's okay because it's not your wrong, it's mine, and I'm taking it for you, that's powerful, powerful. If you out here and you listening and you're trying to figure out why things look the way that they look, but you can look on the right side and see one thing, and then you can look on the other side, left, and see the other, know that it might be you that he's calling to be that call in that situation. And you might have to write that letter. You might have to write that letter. Are you really willing to write that letter for someone else? That's like really a question. It's almost like a power move. If you say, yeah, I can write that letter. But you got to understand what you're writing the letter saying. And you're saying, use me, charge it to me, put it on me. Don't look at them like that anymore. Look at me like that. But then love with love me like the partner that we are, the partner in Christ that we are. That's powerful. That's powerful. There's a lot of stuff going on today. And people, it, like, you really gotta you gotta you gotta force somebody to tell you how powerful God is in their life. And that should not be. That really should not be. We should be able to know that this is what we're doing. And this is why we're doing. So if you were here tonight, there was a reason why you was here and I'm letting you know, child, that thing came in a whisper. I will talk to y'all in two weeks. What up, what up, what up? Jesus led. He raised me, I will not lose. He saved me, I will not lose. Set me free, I will not lose. Never want to see me down, I will not lose.